Maxi, it's uh, been a little while since I've been on the, the pod and i got to say it's good to be back, but um, I don't really care what you've been up to too much right now because we are joined on the line <laughs> uh, yeah. by a very exciting guest. Uh, they've been tearing it up in the hip-hop world at the moment and I'm just very stoked to jump into it. So, Jess Wah, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, it's absolutely our pleasure. And the way we like to start the show, same question every single week is what's been spinning on the playlist? On my on my own personal playlists? Yeah, that's the I've one. I've been to a lot of Remy Wolf. Ooh, good like, call. Yeah, I, I really just love her whole project and all of the music that she's been doing. I've listened to a lot of her and Grace Ives as well. Um, a lot of bedroom pop randomly and low-key that new Nicki Minaj song I actually absolutely love. <laughs> it goes so hard it's like I, I just yeah I feel like that's just such a fun song so I've been bumping that all week that sounds like a very like um high tempo up and en- like high energy mix yeah <laughs> <laughs> very high energy I mean I just love the I think it's like the Rick James sample, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the Super Freak sample, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's so dope. And I know that I think it debuted at number one too, which is mad. It is is a banger. We can't argue it, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of bangers, let's let's chat about your latest single, Fell in Love. Excuse me. Sorry, now I've got Sam's cold. I'm coming down with it from here. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Let's chat about your latest single, Fell in Love, which right from the first note, kind of sounds like completely different Jess Watts from what we've heard on like your previous release. Can you, can you sort of talk us through where that started for you? Yeah, hundred percent. It was, it's definitely such a different song to what I've done before. Like I feel like it's more poppy, like R and B vibes. It's quite slow. It's much slower and there's not that much lyrical content compared to what I've done on other tracks before, but it was, for me, it was really cool and freeing to do something different as well. And I wrote that song in the summertime. So it really had that vibe of like, you know, just cruising by the beach with your friends. And it's got that summer sort of feel to it as well. And talking about love, which is like something that I probably don't ever do. So (laughs) (laughs) that was a cool, it was cool. I don't know. I feel like it was cool to just be in my feelings and into my emotions for a little second. It was different to what I was used to doing. I felt that before I had just so many walls up you know, not only personally, but I feel like in my music as well. So it was cool to sort of let those walls down and do something that was outside of my comfort zone. Like, I don't feel like a year or two years ago, I would have been comfortable to even release a song like that or even do a video clip like that. But I don't know, I just feel like at a place in my life where I just want to do things that make me happy and this making this song made me really happy and made this video made me really fucking happy. So. <laughs> I mean, it is a pretty incredible uh, video as well. But like th- this track and Bad Like Riri, um, your, your previous single, are kind of the first tastes of this uh, upcoming mixtape, Life's Short, Live Big, that you've got coming. Compared yeah. to your previous EP, Tropics, you know, on, on that EP, you came up with these big, bombastic, kind of swaggering singles that sort of made a statement about your artistry and how you didn't want to be overlooked. Compared yeah, yeah. to that release, what do you think is kind of the core of, of this mixtape? Yeah, for like for Trop- Tropics, I actually recorded and made those songs like in 2017. So they were really, really old songs that I've worked on years and years ago and, you know, released in 2020, which was so many years <laughs> of 
growth that you miss there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I feel this project is, I feel like it's, you know, I made it in the last eight to 12 months as well. So it's really fresh and really new, not only just with the sound of it, but visually as well. I feel like I'm being, you know, I'm just reintroducing myself again for the first time and back to like you know how I was saying with having those walls up I felt like that in tropics too you can sort of hear that like I, I was just super angry you know what I mean and that like it was a good way to get that anger out like I was just I was full of rage and anger you know for a long time and I feel like you, once you move past that that you come into a calmer space and I don't know I feel like I just didn't have to be angry anymore I didn't need to hold on to those emotions I could move into something else well, just, just on that, I'm interested to know, I mean, you've talked about wanting to find, I guess, a side of you that feels free and at peace and talking now about, you know, letting the walls down and feeling a lot more free in yourself. I mean, is this sort of the era in your career where, you know, anything anything goes and we, we might see a little bit more of a, a chilled, like, laid back side to your music? Yeah, 100%. Definitely. I feel like this is the time, eh? Like... <laughs> I just want to, you know, I feel like do some things that were different and I feel like coming from how I'm feeling in personal life as well, having a bit more chill to me and not as crazily angry all the time. <laughs> I feel like it's definitely resonating within my art and music as well. So it's, and there's a lot more songs sort of in that Allah fell in love vibe on the mixtape too, which I'm really excited for a lot of different subgenres a lot of poppy R&B vibes that I've never really worked with before, which is going to be really cool because it's, for me, it's a completely different project from Tropics visually and sonically as well. When you released Tropics and did the sort of the press around that, uh, last year you did a public, sorry, an interview with the publication, Them, and, and in that interview you kind of talked about how you wanted to be an artist who, you know, was loud and, 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 and as big as loud as you needed to be for, you know, to um, create this space for your little sisters to also be as big and loud as they needed to be. Now that you're sort of moving into this kind of more walls down, uh, you know, less angry approach, do, do you feel like you've created that space? You know, how much progress do you think that you've made for, for queer and BIPOC people to share their voices either through music or just, just in general? Yeah, 100%. I feel like even though this is seeming like, you know, it's coming up very chill and calm and speaking about love and softer vibes and blissful vibes and dreamscape vibes, I still feel like it can be really loud, but in a different tone as well. And I think that's what's really important about this. And it's cool to go back from that interview because I really, you know, feel like if you can go from this to this, it's like growth as we all grow as human beings, you know, things change, we change like the seasons as well. So <laughs> it's like a beautiful thing to see in, I like to see it in people and in artists that I love to see them grow and to see what type of sounds they're doing from here to there, what projects they're doing or what they're inspired by. So I definitely feel like I personally made that growth within myself in terms of the music landscape. I don't feel like I should answer that question just because I feel like, you know, that should be from peers or like people or my little sisters even, yeah, totally. you know, what they, but I think at the end of the day, I always, you know, this project I really made for myself as well, a hundred percent. And yeah, but it would be interesting to give that question back and to see, you know, if people feel like if that helped, 
any artists or any artists from the LGBTQI plus community or BIPOC communities, you know, if that visibility helped them, that for me would be me doing my job well, you know? <laughs> Do you feel like <laughs> with this, you know, being such a personal record and, and you know, reflecting on your growth, uh, you know, as an artist from that last release, do you think that you've done a good job in expressing that growth through through this mixtape? Do you think that it's it's the you know when listeners tune in, will they say, okay, we know where Jaswar is at now versus listening to Tropics, which, as you said, is essentially five year old material at this point. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like I definitely feel like personally I've got this new type of energy like new vibe as well and I feel like even just in interpersonal situations I feel like a completely different person from even that time of releasing Tropics as well so I definitely feel like you can see it visually when you look at the videos as well and you know the album cover and sort of the visual aspects to the whole project but and I feel like you can hear it sonically too like it's I feel like I am sounding a bit more relaxed <laughs> and a more, I feel like I'll even a little bit more confident yeah, you know what 100%. I mean there's there's a bit more confidence in there it's it's certainly got I, I feel like it's got the same kind of like confident swagger but in a different kind of direction like it's doesn't like as you mentioned it doesn't feel like that anger but it still feels like it's yeah self-confident and knows what it wants to be yeah 100% yeah well if I could just jump in here. I'm going to take a slight turn because I really want to chat about the mixtape in a little bit more depth. And uh, Max is Max knows exactly what's coming, but you've got guests, a lot of guest vocals or a couple of guest vocalists on the new mixtape, including Erica Banks and then a little bit closer to home in Dana. Yeah. As an artist who, I mean, can clearly choose their collaborators from across the world, it seems. Is there something... I guess a little bit extra special or a little bit more impactful about working with artists from your local scene? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, to work with Dana as well was a really, really special moment. I sent her, it was originally meant to just be an interlude as well. Like I was just like, I don't know what to do with this song. It's just, <laughs> it was just like a, one whole giant verse that went for a minute and 20. And I was like, I should probably work the workshop this. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent her uh, the track and I just said, you know, I, I'm, it would be cool to just have some vocals on the outs, like not even any lyrics or anything, maybe just some harmon harmonies and harmonizations at the end. And then she sent me back this like incredible chorus and she put, she laid down keys and piano and it just built the song up and we reworkshopped that into, you know, splitting the verse up into two and then adding two choruses and an outro and it actually just built up and became this big song. So artist-wise, I haven't really collaborated with that many artists. I've more so collaborated with producers. That has been my biggest people that I've collaborated with. And I've only ever worked with um, mainly predominantly Australian and New Zealand producers as well. There's one producer on there, F RFP, who's based in Melbourne, who's just an I feel like he's just one of the best producers in this country you know and he always sends me these crazy crazy catalogs with such fire <laughs> and I listen to it I'm like holy shit like dude like your beats are just so like this is I can just see such a big career for you through that so is that yeah when you're when you're being you know when you're working through material and obviously <clears throat> excuse me you've got these awesome relationships with collaborators 
what's the what's the two way street where you know they might send you some uh, some material that you know to, to to put the lyrics over or you know and you might send them lyrics first and, and they kind of pull together the the like the production side. What's that relationship like? You know, how are you giving them the right uh, the right uh, sonic kind of um, vision board almost to kind of like pull together those that that, that sound? Yeah, hundred percent. It's like this project mainly all of the projects that I've made or any music I typically make them by myself like I'm just in a room by myself uh, unpacking the beat packs that I've been sent and for this project I wrote the songs as I was recording them as well so it was kind of just really quick and I was just like fuck it cut it send it that's it (laughs) I was I think I got to a point where I felt like I was totally butchering my music where I was really self-critical and I would sit there like in the car listening to this shit over and over again, <laughs> change it. And then it would just become, it would lose all of its shine and its spark. So with this project, I was just cutting it, bouncing it, sending it off, say, putting the seal on it, saying it's done. I actually forgot what question you asked me. I was on the- <laughs> that, you know what? That, that answered it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> with, <clears throat> with that songwriting approach, I'm interested to know, is it a lot easier for you now to just have that band-aid approach where you're like, fuck it, this will do and let's workshop it than trying to perfect it and, and look at all the little intricacies and, and be your biggest, I guess, critic of it? Yeah, 100%. I feel like I was totally, especially like making Tropics and why I didn't release an EP for so long is because I was just so like self-sabotaging, self-critical <laughs> in that sense. And um, I think when it came to this project, I actually had a whole other mixtape I was going to release instead of this. And then last minute I was like, fuck this, like that needs to go. And then started making this project. And I just really wanted to come into it with that energy of, you know, I was writing the songs as, as I was doing the vocal takes and you can always catch that real nice energy sometimes in those first ever times you ever perform that those first lyrics. And it's like a really magical and you, sometimes you can't can't ever recreate that as well so I feel like majority of the time you get it right in the first couple of goes you know and there's no need to do it 100 more or 50 more times and I feel like that's when you could start to lose the color and you know the staunchness of it or the I don't know the richness of it (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense you've also you know like collaborated with a lot of artists that um a lot of other uh, rappers might not think of as, as the first go-to, you know, to, to spit bars over. You've, you know, you've worked uh, with, um, uh, sorry, Amity Affliction on the cover of TNT for ABC's The Set, but also with Briggs and Trials and DZ Death Rays on Front Row Hustle. When you, when you kind of starting those projects, what what is the starting point when that you know it's it's something that might be for other artists such different worlds. Yeah, hundred percent. It was totally a different world going into that too. Like going in, you know, going into the heavy world and performing over heavier tracks. For me, I was just taking the song and being like, seeing what I could do with it, where I could apply my skill and where it could possibly work and just try to focus on that. But with the TNT um, verse, I remember I was just like, I wrote a verse we didn't have much time. I think we had a few days oh, shit. to put that together. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to 
take one of the verses I have in my phone and just make it work to that. And I think I tried about four or five of them. It just wasn't working. And then I finally found one that like fit the track. But um, it, I always see it as like a challenge as well. You know, it's a really cool challenge and it keeps me creatively like energized and like on my feet and on my toes and uncomfortable, which I think is like, you know, it's cool to be uncomfortable in times because you learn so much from it. Like the, I remember performing, I was super uncomfortable because like we rehearsed it the day before and I'm like I think we were all just like fuck it let's just <laughs> go out there and like you know have fun with it and see what we can do that's the thing it, it certainly didn't come across like that hey like especially in the in the ABC like in the set everything seems yeah. so like just perfectly confident hundred <laughs> yeah, percent yeah. well that's that's the way you're gonna do it eh? you're gonna just <laughs> That's show business. Like nothing, nothing wrong is happening. <laughs> you're also you're also set to swing uh, by Big Sound, um, you know, to perform at one of the industry parties around all the the keynotes and showcases. If, when you're exploring the valley um, during Big Sound, are you going to be keeping your eyes open for for who the next artists you might want to collaborate with or, or, or co-write with uh, might be when you're sort of seeing who's around? Yeah, 100%. I'm always keen to just see. It's so, I feel like it's so exciting, especially in Austral Asia and Australia and New Zealand, like the, the, the caliber of artists that are coming up within all genres of music, within all creative industries is really exciting for me. So I'm really keen to go and see some new artists and also see some of my friends play as well. I just, I just love big sound, big sound time because it's in the, <laughs> you can pretty much go from venue to venue to venue then you go to a bar in between have a little bevy then go to more venues and it's all you do for a week is see live music so it's a little music christmas isn't it (laughs) (laughs) well before we let you go around new year you're set to hit the uh, big sound the wildlands (laughs) stage across the country and i guess the main question is aside from feeling the summer heat for fans on the fan tour are looking through the timetable going, I wonder what Jesswa is like. What what's the selling point? What can they expect from a, a Jesswa set? Yeah, hundred percent. This what this I'm reworking my live show, which I'm really keen for. So I'm trying to get live elements, live drummer in and a lot of energy. Like my festival sets, I always tend to just never do slow music and just do <laughs> yeah. because you know when you're at a festival even when i'm there i just want to see i just want to get lost in this hype shit for a second and just vibe out especially if you don't know the artist that well and you're just Mm. walking up to the stage so you can definitely expect lots of high energy for sure (laughs) that's a pretty good sell that is a pretty good sell (laughs) well jess the latest single fell in love is out now stream it on all of your favorite platforms and the upcoming mixtape life's short live big is dropping september 23 uh you know hit up the live the 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 live stage at wildlands at perth adelaide and brisbane in december and january and catch that hype shit fucking get around it (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for, for for taking the time and having a chat with us today yeah, thanks for your time, mate. Thanks for having me on too. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's us for the weekend, deep in. Buddies outside in the tweaking. Might get buck in the West End. Then do it back to my best friend. What's your name? What's your sign? What's your rising? I don't care what you're hiding. People be fake, not surprising. Who cares? Who cares? I like it.
What's your son? What's your acting? In your head, make a mad like madmen. Don't trust anybody like many men. Self-made like Batman. Uh, fell in love with a bad bitch, savage, classy, bullshit, bad, not average. On my mind like taxes. I throw a knife and a girl throw axes. Perfection, island dresses, all natural curves and. Take away yeah, all my stresses, relax and curves in. What's your name? What's your sign? What's your rising? I don't care what you're hiding. I got room and I like it. Trust me, I like it. Yeah, haters, I fight 'em. Got a bit of coin and some big dreams. Yeah, she's smart in the striptease. Feeling good, feeling minty. Got me lippy on the MD. I got soul, yes, plenty. I feel these people and they empty. Too rough, I move gently. Send it up when I test it. Fell in love with a bad bitch, savage, classy, bullshit, bad, not average. On my mind like taxes, I throw a knife and I go throw axes. Fell in love with a bad bitch, savage, classy, bullshit, bad, not average. On my mind like taxes, I throw a knife and I go throw axes. Fell in love with a bad bitch, savage, classy, bullshit, bad, not average. On my mind like taxes, I throw a knife and I go throw axes.